playful sex kitten men presumed her to be, nor the pathologically shy and unsure girl women needed her to be. Being neither of these people was a circumstance that was at once her finest asset and greatest curse. At close range, it always marked her undoing. The consequences hurt. At long range, it was a beautiful thing. If people didn't get too close, hear too much, they could stay fixed in their fantasies of Jane as long as their hearts desired. It was fascinating how people worked to dissect and distill Jane's spring, given that she never cared to return the favor. Then again, once you met her, you really couldn't blame them. Doris. I'm not married. Rock. That figures. Pillow Talk. Chapter One Jane Spring made a sharp two-inch incision into her stake and smiled broadly as she watched blood pool then run all over her plate. Perfect, just the way she liked it. She hacked off a piece and dropped it into her mouth, ignoring the waiter who refilled her wine glass. Her date tried not to stare. He knew the correct thing was to keep the conversation going, but the way she relished each bite, the groans of satisfaction emanating from her throat, he couldn't take his eyes off her. He wondered what she would be like in bed. How's your food? he asked, knowing full well people in the building next door likely knew the answer. He wished he had brought a video camera. No one would believe him when he recounted the scenario for his colleagues the next day. Excellent. I always say you can't beat raw meat, she said, starting in on the bone. She gnawed at it as if she had a car double parked. I see you don't have the stomach for it, Jane muttered, pointing her knife at his half-eaten meal. Are you going to finish that? You want my... he asked, incredulous. Well, can't let good food go to waste, she reasoned. Come on, pass your plate. He had met her only days before, and then only for a few minutes. He was new in the office, and his electronic key card was giving him trouble. Jane watched him swipe unsuccessfully, then pushed him aside and did the honors. He thanked her, then apologized for holding her up. First week, he had explained. All the kinks were yet to be ironed out. He would speak to the security office that afternoon. Jane shook her head, her eyes narrowed like slits. It's a start, she had said dismissively, and brushed past him. She wasn't exactly welcome wagon, but there was something about her that transfixed him all the same. Stealing a glance as she had hurried down the hall, he took in the blonde hair, the long legs the icy stare and the button nose, and he, like a slew of suitors before him, wanted her. The glacial facade, he was certain, was just that. Underneath lay another woman altogether, one he was curious to know and eventually undress. And so that afternoon he had called to thank her again and asked her out. So now here they were. As the waiter cleared their table, Jane leaned back, folded her arms, and looked him up and down. That's a very smart suit, 
Nice line on the shoulder, she declared. Frankly, I see so few men today who understand the connection between appearance and integrity. It's nice to see. Well done. He raised his hand to his lapel. His chest puffed out. The first point was on the board. He beamed at Jane, then made a mental note to buy more suits just like it. Well, thank you, Jane. And might I also say you too look most lovely this evening. Though, to be honest, he was surprised she hadn't dressed for dinner. When she'd entered the restaurant, she looked exactly as she had the day they'd met. Somewhat morbid black suit pants and matching blazer, white shirt, flat clunky shoes, diver's watch, no makeup, and her hair tied back in a ponytail. He scanned the room, taking note of the other women there, all painted.